Welcome to Account-Based Marketing. This podcast is designed as a collection of conversations with sales and marketing leaders, sharing thoughts and practical tips for growing your most valuable customers. Hosted by me, Alicia Linden, founder and CEO at Momentum ABM. Welcome to today's episode of Account-Based Marketing. Today, I'm joined by John Watton, Senior Director of Enterprise Marketing at Adobe, and we'll be talking about competing in the enterprise. Welcome, John. Hi, it's good to be here. Good to have you. John, before we get going, I'd love to hear a bit more about your background and what led you to lead Enterprise Marketing at Adobe. Sure. Okay. Well, I've spent all of my career in tech, and that's mainly been B2B and enterprise tech. I actually started out in sales, believe it or not, sales-type roles. All the best marketeers do. <laughs> it stood me in very good stead, uh, given a lot of our work is working with sales uh, salespeople. And uh, I guess a lot of people think of Adobe as a big business, but I've worked in much bigger, so Microsoft, Oracle, SAP, and I've worked in a lot smaller. I was um, CMO for a small business, 150 people okay. uh, with a global presence. So uh, I guess I've seen sort of both ends of the spectrum. Actually, my journey to Adobe was fueled by uh, an epiphany I had, if you can call it that, okay. in the business world, um, <laughs> about 10 years ago or so, uh, when I started using some MarTech, and we'll talk about that later. And I then decided I want to be in a marketing technology company, and I was lucky enough to have the opportunity to join Adobe. And I know it sounds a cliche, but it was a dream job for me. Brilliant. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. And I've been doing that now for about coming up for six years. Okay. So I guess a natural progression of working in technology as well as a desire to, to get involved with marketing, marketing technology to marketing people. Yeah, brilliant. And you lead a team of around 40 enterprise marketeers around Europe. That's right. So it's a European team. I guess our main hubs are in uh, London, Paris and Munich, okay. although we have people dotted around uh, the place. And we really help to drive the awareness of what we do in enterprise, as well as build demand you know, for our products and solutions. Okay, fantastic. And looking at Adobe's strategy, John, for enterprise in particular, you've got a big focus on high touch mm-hmm. and how you are more consultative in your sales approach. How yeah. does that filter down and, and how does that become part of your go-to-market strategy in Europe? Yeah, well, the first thing probably is to say is that when people mention Adobe, like the person I sat next to at a conference last week, they go, oh, yeah, Acrobat Reader. Yeah, yeah I love or it. Or InDesign, Photoshop, <laughs> I get quite a lot. <laughs> InDesign, Photoshop, PDF, that's about yeah. it. Do you do anything else? Well, actually, the big focus for us in enterprise is a whole bunch of marketing tech, as mm-hmm. I mentioned, uh, that we do that help uh, marketing teams build fundamentally amazing digital experiences for their customers. So that's not just creating the content, which a lot of people know us for, Photoshop, InDesign, Dreamweaver, Mm -hmm. uh, Acrobat, and so on. But it's also managing that content, measuring it, and monetizing it. So we actually have a lot of products now. It's a very complex product suite. But uh, a simple concept, we target, as you say, uh, very large enterprises. The list is getting longer, so it's not like the top 100. Mm -hmm. It's the top probably 20,000 now companies in Europe. And we use uh, a range of techniques to get to them. So uh, we have a direct sales force who always get involved. Uh, we have no sort of try before you buy, yep. you know, sort of uh, light touch type stuff. So, yes, we have to get involved in quite heavy touch activities to support our sales team as well as lighter touch that can sort of bring uh, conversations into into the sales funnel. 
Got it. And John, thinking about some of those enterprises that you're targeting, Adobe, as you say, is a huge mm. brand, particularly in the agency design space. There's, yeah. You've got lots of reach. How do you land your bigger vision and store in some of those strategic or must-win accounts? Yeah, well, I guess the, the evolution that we've had Certainly over the time I've been at the company is we moved everything into the cloud. Uh, so we always talk in clouds now. There's lots of clouds. Yep. And uh, that started off in the enterprise with some, I guess, simple solutions in web analytics, content management, and so on. So we had the idea of, over time of building out a marketing cloud to everything a marketer needed to build digital marketing programs. But as you say, that's got more complex. So now we position that under really the concept of customer experience management. Right. And back to my original point, people don't know us for that. They think of us as the, you know, the PDF and Photoshop company. So, you know, we have to really position everything we do in that context because then everything makes sense. So I guess our brand challenge, every brand has has a has a challenge is to yep. is to position that fuller portfolio of what we do. And the way in which we do that now is, you know, the sort of classic way that we that we do in B2B, which is linking it to customer pain points mm-hmm. and using use cases and then targeting certain personas, so certain sort of groups of you know, uh, end users and decision makers. So trying to orient everything into a, a persona and telling yeah. a story that meets the sort of issues and pains that they have mm-hmm. uh, and really sort of trying to keep it simple because if we position everything that we do, it, it's just too much. Yeah. I mean, we have tens of products and uh, you know different opportunities from as i say like web analytics content management programmatic advertising e-commerce mm-hmm. b2b marketing i mean the list goes the on and on broad, so we have to yeah. keep it simple mm-hmm. i guess is 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 how we land that yeah. that big vision but relate it to our value, which mm-hmm. is this broader offering around customer experience yeah. management. And then really connecting it to that customer agenda, trying to figure out what's important to those, yeah. those organizations and how you yeah. align to those personas. So the journey we've been on is, I guess, as marketers sitting behind like a campaign wall and sort of every now and again doing some campaigns yep. to then being always on. Mm-hmm. So really sort of building those digital interactions uh, based on behaviors. So, yeah. you know, we're sort of responding real time. So we now know, you know we don't do product launches. You know, we don't do big, you know, email programs or direct mail programs. Uh, we still do sort of spikes in the year, mm-hmm. but the moving to a sort of always on yeah. uh, kind of methodology. And then, of course, uh, not just treating people in buckets, personas, segments, but trying to do things that are that are one to one and build this personalised experience. And I guess aligning around those use cases makes a lot of sense because you can take those use cases and drive those into some of those segmentation models. Yeah, I mean the idea is that hopefully things that people care about. I think uh, in marketing we always care more about what we have to say than necessarily <laughs> your audience does. So always remember that. Yeah. Get out of your bubble a bit, and uh, and and you know, and so a lot of dialogue with customers and uh, you know the great thing for us now is. As we've moved our offerings, although we've always been a technology company, we used to sort of deliver things effectively in boxes yep. and then ship them. Yeah. ship them and then sort of, you know, ask how it's going. Now we can sort of see real time and certainly, you know, within the product what our customers are doing. Uh, so we get a feeling for what they're interested in and, and where their issues are than sort of sitting again behind some kind of market research or something. Yeah. So, so yeah, always trying to tell it to the things they care about and trying to always listen to what they're saying mm-hmm. and not just second guess it is, is probably, you know, the, the evolution we've been over the last few yeah. years. Sounds great. I think that customer insight and figuring out what's important to those organizations yeah. makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and we're collecting a lot of 
data, um, you know, at an aggregate level to understand that. So again, as our our products are provisioned kind of digitally, you know, we understand which features are popular, which aren't. Uh, we can obviously be updating that, you know, so we don't have to sort of ship out CDs or DVDs yep. or send them out in boxes. So we're, we're sort of getting that understanding and uh, allowing us to develop our product as well. Yeah, and you've got a rich amount of first-party intent, haven't you, as organisations are driving consumption. You can see what they're using, what they aren't using, yeah. but yeah. then also how they're interacting yeah. with Adobe as well. And then we don't have to sort of go round and market to them, you can market in the product. So, you know, obviously we want our customers to get the most value out of what we have to offer. So as we're seeing what they're using and we're not using, we can also do hints and tips mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, sh- uh, share with them uh, kind of learning and training so they yeah. get the most out of what they're doing. Because importantly, what we do now is uh, is offered on a subscription basis. Even in our large enterprise deals, they're on a three-year renewal. Right. And so uh, we have to make sure they're getting value out of it and having you know that um, that that exchange so that they come to renew. Whereas you know the old way of selling software licenses was a little bit you sell a deal yep. and that was disappear kind of for it. a bit and then reappear yeah. when the and, deals and, are for renewal. And so I, I you know we really like that subscription model because it uh, fosters a, definitely a closer relationship with the customer. Yeah. of everything Adobe has yeah. to sell. That sounds like it's only getting harder with yeah. some of the acquisitions you're making. Um, Marketo, Magento, to name a few. You, you were one of Marketo's first customers in the UK? Uh, that's right, yeah. So I, I was actually their first international customer. Wow. Uh, I was so you on, pioneered yes. marketing automation? Well, I don't know. I, I certainly <laughs> got involved early on. But yeah, I was working in a, um, I refer to a, a, a small business and I was looking for a way to scale up our marketing. I had a small team, two or three people at the time, and trying to use technology as a way for us to, uh, to scale up what we're doing. We were a global business, although we were headquartered in, in London. Most of our people are offshored in the Philippines. So we're very sort of global business and we had a global market. And I was looking for technology and at the time was looking around for an automation platform. And Marketo was, was put in touch by someone who knew the founders and said, hey, they've started this company up. Why don't you, you know, take a look at it? So I was, I was on their beta program Wow. when it was uh, a lot simpler, I think. But yeah, it was great. I mean, we, um, we installed the product like I think in like half an hour and up and running and going did all our training over the phone and I think it was for me a great demonstration of what the software as a service could feel like could feel like at the time you know you don't need people flying in and meeting with you you can do it over the phone so so yeah so I was lucky enough to to get involved in that and drive some success with with Marketo and of course now they're part of uh, part of the Adobe family. Brilliant. Come um, full circle. So yeah. h- how do you deal with some of that market confusion, particularly at the enterprise level, now that Adobe have acquired some fairly sizable brands in their own right? Yeah. Uh, Marketo, Magento. Yeah. How do you keep that clarity of message um, as you're going to the enterprise? Well, the first thing I think is they're both very strong brands. So, mm-hmm. you know, we, we want to protect that strong position they have. I mean, we're lucky enough as Adobe to have very strong franchises and product brands, you know, with with Acrobat, with Photoshop and others, and uh, Marketo and Magento are, are two more 
So, you know, protecting those are the first thing. We want to really want to, you know, take advantage of the opportunity they present. Clearly, well, they offer something complementary yeah. to what we've been doing. Maybe not clearly because I'm within the business, but you know, the e-commerce capability Magento is totally new mm-hmm. for us. It's an adjacent market, but also. Uh, you know, a kind of connected market. Yeah. You can see the natural fit, yeah. can't you? Yeah, and then uh, Marketo as well, a very strong B2B marketing automation offering, which nicely complements the, the technology that we've had already in that space. And so, again, coming back to my point around personas, they are targeting different personas. Right. So the e-commerce team is not an audience that we've talked to before. So obviously Magenta would be the lead way in which we would talk to that that audience as well as uh, Magento has a very strong partner and developer network and so their sort of e-commerce developers are a new audience for us as well and you know that's a, that's a new uh, set of uh, personas and then on B2B you know the B2B marketing audience again is something that we maybe started to touch on but with Marketo we can we can you know drive in that story and then complement it with with other things that the reason why they're in the business is because there's great adjacency and opportunities mm-hmm. for what we have to offer before they were part of yeah. Adobe. So like analytics. When I was um, when I had Marketo, before I left, the final thing I was looking at was actually Adobe How Analytics. How do you make the analytics work? Oh, wow. So, <laughs> so you really have come full circle. So I had, I had an <laughs> Adobe partner in to show me Adobe Analytics. You could have predicted this, John. <laughs> <laughs> So, John, thinking of some of those acquisitions that you've made and how you're going to market this year, what are you seeing as some of the key drivers to shape your your strategy and the way your team operate? Yeah, well, I think you hit the nail on the head. We have a very complex portfolio. I mean, actually, in my role as well, we have clearly a lot of geographies in Europe. So there's all these kind of dimensions that we have to work on. Well, that's like an added layer of complexity, isn't it? Yeah. So Mir's often seen as this one big bucket, but actually yeah. Europe's fairly diverse. Yeah. Not yeah. just language-wise, but also yeah. culturally. So where we're, so we're, you know, to use the cliche, we're all on the journey and, and where we are is trying to get to that point of kind of relevant personalised experiences. And so I guess in the past, we've tried to sort of divide things up and almost divide the team to look at customer segments or verticals or countries and so on. And actually what we've been trying to do is put in predominantly technology to allow us to to automate a lot of this. We've talked about marketing automation already, but things like the experience on adobe.com. So, you know, we've been staffing up the team for adobe.com on the enterprise side. So on the consumer side, it's a self-service. You, know, you and I can go you up, can we can it. subscribe yeah. and subscribe to Creative Cloud. And it's really the engine that drives you know, our business on the consumer side. On the enterprise side, because we, you know, although we sell subscriptions, there's still a negotiated agreement and we're solving quite complex business problems. There's no sort of free download, try yeah. before you buy type thing. It involves a direct sales force. So to some extent, the enterprise content that we have is, is still very informational. It's not transactional, apart from a few small pieces. So the natural thought is, well, that doesn't really play a role in what we're trying to do. But we've been trying to integrate it in because right. we see it as really a way to scale out our story. So the first thing is trying to use technology and use across our outbound, inbound, and also adobe.com to kind of take the behavioral signals to to personalize. And I think more important, just make relevant the conversation. So I think that the biggest challenge that most brands have in this digital age is just becoming irrelevant because the way in which you deliver your your services and the, the way you communicate just doesn't cut through. So 
we've been trying to, I guess, put that platform, then divide things up. But naturally, we, we have to prioritise. I mean, probably our biggest challenge is prioritising all this complexity. Where do we play? There's so much you can do yeah. when you start. Yeah. And, you know, there's a never ending list of work to do. So it's where do we start? Well, we tend to start from simple things like from a business perspective, where, where our revenue is and focus on, you know, the big things that sort of move the move the needle a bit. So, you know, the key geographies where, you know, we, we have a, a bigger presence and then the key solutions within those geographies. There are things that build a good foundation that we can then cover uh, with ourselves and support organization beyond getting that initial relationship. So it's kind of two things. It's trying to, for the customer, build a relevant relationship with us and conversation and not hassling them. And, yeah, not adding or, to their noise. Yeah, you know, Interrupting yeah. them at yeah. you know, the wrong times. And then from our perspective, making sure that we align our resources behind the things that are, that are important. I mean, we're a for-profit business. I think everyone understands that. Yeah. So we're a commercially mining business. So we're always going to think about where the commercial opportunity is. Mm-hmm. So that tends to sort of drive it. So, you know, we've tried to sort of, I guess, in my structure, in my team, build functions that can scale up our marketing across Europe and provide that sort of foundation and then have as much as possible marketers as close to the customer. So we're getting that feedback from the customer, either through our sales teams, our partners, or through the customer directly so that we can optimise what we're doing at kind of a pan-European level. I think that rich depth of being close to the customer, that marketeers can learn so much from that. Yeah. And as you say, scale the effort yeah. to become yeah. that growth I mean, engine. That's, that's the change that we've seen with digital is you know, marketers are sort of pulled more often than not kind of screaming to to have a a conversation so whether it's your now you know being social ambassadors and using social media to build that relationship and you know being connected and you know we all have presences on networks even like LinkedIn when a customer contacts you and says hey you know I need some information you can't just ignore it Mm -hmm. right you sort of exist and you you represent your brand Uh, whereas before you know you could sort of hide a little bit in a dark marketing or in a dark room in a a different building over there teaming up wonderful (laughs) programs and campaigns yeah very creative things and a very creative team Mm -hmm. and now it's much more connected to the customer and much more connected to the business which I think is a good thing which is brilliant yeah Yeah. Yeah. and John you touched on that briefly the role of partners Mm. Uh, you obviously a very complex sell there's so many things you can do how do you engage with partners in enterprise marketing yeah so partners are engaged in virtually every opportunity that we have so think about it first of all what we're trying to solve with the enterprise is basically customer experience management, which typically comes from uh, the digital transformation that that most brands are going through to exist in this digital world. So whether they were an offline retailer now has to have a web presence or whether they're just businesses that need to work out how they connect with their customers using digital, it doesn't matter, but it's it's transformation. And typically, you know, the sorts of brands that we're talking to are retaining some advisor to help them with that. So that's either, if it's a digital marketing-led thing, obviously one of the, the, the big digital agencies, advertising agencies, or you know, basically marketing okay. agencies, yeah. or it's a systems integrator world. And so, so typically there's already a partner involved, and yeah. most of those, well, all of those types of partners are, are partners of ours. So we have to work with them because they're naturally retained. You know, people don't come to Adobe to to help them drive their digital transformation, but our role is to help them understand how our technology helps yeah. them with that. Got and it. then the implementation of our technology is always done with a partner. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have some amazing services and consultancy that is kind of really wrapped around our products, but the 
you know, these transformation projects are uh, typically implemented by our partners. So they, for, you know, they play a very strong role. They're always involved in the opportunities that we have and the conversations that we have. And so, you know, we work very strongly with them from a marketing perspective, either uh, positioning, you know, at the sort of uh, early stages, the joint value to net new companies, or uh, working with them on existing customers and showing the value of our technology in the context of the project that those partners are typically implementing. Got it. I think with your partners, there's such a big opportunity to grow your analyzed recurring revenue, the yeah. closer you're working with them. Yeah, the they, they, they in a lot of customers have the relationship mm-hmm. with the customer. Yeah. So sometimes we're working through them as the sort of technology partner to, you know, to, 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 uh, to support them. And so, yes, they have very strong skills in showing business value of what they do. And, you know, they do other things like change management and organizational, you know, all the things you probably have to do if you're digitally transforming yeah. your business. So they're in right upstream. They're right in, in yeah. the business consulting, you know, yeah. business transformation. And so, and so they have a great opportunity to help us bring our technology into their customers. As well as leveraging partners to grow your revenues, thinking about how you expand into mm. new logos and cross-sell, yeah. you're using account-based experience to reach your accounts. Tell yeah. me a bit more about that. Yeah, so so the digital touch points that we have, as much as we can, we're trying to make it relevant. So of course, we're trying to understand who's interacting with our with our web properties, who's interacting with our email who's interacting with the opportunity we have. We do physical events, so it's not all digital. About 70% of our marketing spend is on digital. So okay. we, and we do a range of events. So it's, you know, everything is still valid, I always like to say, marketing, apart from probably fax marketing. Um, no one does <laughs> Every fax channel marketing. counts except Every fax. channel counts. Oh. Direct mail still yeah. works. Yeah. But we're not sending any more faxes. So apart from that, we, we, and we have the full mix. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so the, the, way, the way I think about getting into an account-based view is, is understanding as much as we can at a granular level that that person, that individual interacting with us. And we do kind of IP matching and things like that to see if we can figure out which company it's coming from. Mm -hmm. So if we know it's a visitor from BMW or Unilever or Barclays or a great customer of ours, we can can make the experience more relevant than giving them irrelevant stuff, right? Uh, And then we match that with our CRM data. We know, obviously, the customer relationship we know what they have bought, what they haven't bought, and, and, and kind of tailor that. So that's kind of existing customers. And then net new, we're trying to do the same, right? right. So so we want to build this personalized experience for 20,000 companies, not just for our top 50. And so we've got a huge technology stack going in mm-hmm. uh, that helps us helps us do that. So, you know, I think the eventual aim is, you know, we, don't want, we, we want to make ourselves relevant. And, yeah. I mean, we're trying to do the same things that people that marketers try, you know, used to try and get a box of soap powder jumping off a shelf to a to a shopper in a supermarket. We have to do the same in yeah. email, short attention in, in social media, you know, in in a magazine, whatever it is. How, how do we how do we cut through and, and do that? And so that building out of experiences is about you know getting to the right place at the right time. So we and we know who the individual art is. We still have to tell a story, and so we can understand 
broadly who that that person is, the type of company they are, the industry, the issues they may be interested in. We don't need to know every single piece of detail. It's not about getting every single personal bit of data, but it's Mm -hmm. about trying to orient in your story that's more relevant. But I think the final piece, and it's very kind of relevant for, for what we do at Adobe, is you've got to cut through with something that builds an emotional connection or is creative or stands out. So you still have to have to tell something in an interesting way. And that's the whole kind of balance of art and science. Yeah. So ABX, uh, account-based experiences for us, is using technology to get the right time, the right place, have the opportunity to tell the story. But we still have to get that creative story through and, and cut through and get something that grabs people's attention. That then creates a reaction and yeah. you're earning yeah. that right to have the conversation. Yeah, and so, and so we're thinking about then the customer journey. And we believe that every company should have a data-driven operating model that thinks about the various stages of the customer journey. So again, it's about understanding the visual persona or company uh, and getting relevant, but then understanding at what stage they are in their, ultimately their buying cycle, or the relationship with us, because it's not just about buying, it's about using, Mm -hmm. it's about retention, loyalty, and renewal, Mm -hmm. and and growing that. So we, we split the kind of relationship up and then think about the various stages of what content is appropriate for those stages. So, you know, once we, we, you know, we're building that relevant experience, then what is the next next best best action? What should we share with them next? What is the next appropriate thing for us to do? And that's a big part of what we do with ABX as well. Brilliant. Love it. And John, building on your account-based experience and seeing some of the results last year, the area that you're involved in, Adobe's enterprise solutions on Experience Cloud grew 34% year on year, record year. Yes. And we were talking briefly earlier about the share price. I should have sold everything five years ago (laughs) and gone all in on Adobe. Um, Tell me any other success that you've had over your last fiscal that you are particularly proud of. I mean, that's great. That's, you know, you're referring to kind of revenue growth. I think what the market has responded well to Adobe in terms of its valuation, its share price, things like that, is really the model we have, a subscription model. I think it it builds a closer relationship with the customer. You could argue it kind of forces you, but I think that's no bad thing for for two businesses to have more of a partnership. And I think, you know, the success for us is, you know, really strong uh, retention and renewal and value and, and getting the customers kind of, yeah, really maximizing their investment because it's in Noah's interest for them not to get any value out of it because they're not going to renew yeah. or, you know, or they're going to be dissatisfied and they're going to leave and go somewhere else. So I think that is something that, that I've been very proud of. And that manifests itself. For example, we have a big uh, convention called Summit, which we hold every May, uh, which I've been involved in now for the last five or six years. And that just grows from strength to strength. And it, it shows you the value also of, of events, you yeah. know, still in events. They have a role to play, don't they? Yeah, they have yeah. a role to play. And it's yeah. where our community comes together. When I started working on, on that event five years ago, it was about two and a half thousand people. Now it's six, six and a half thousand. Wow. And so you're seeing that grow and, you know, the interest and, you know, the growth comes from, you know, what we're doing is really relevant to brands at the moment because everyone is trying to compete in this digital world. Yeah. and. You know, I think it's all, it is all about experience. The brands that will be really successful are those that build amazing experiences. You know how it is in your kind of our own lives about how we choose brands and the ones we want to work with. And the bar's really high. Yeah. So so I think that's that shows itself in, in our events and, and shows itself in the interest we have and shows itself in you know the growth that we have. We, we have something that 
is really fundamental to your business uh, success right now. Yeah, absolutely. And I do agree with you, John, on that subscription model. I think lots mm. of organisations, particularly legacy businesses who have done big deals yeah. historically, that feels quite uncomfortable. Well, don't forget, I mean, to... in the world of technology, Adobe's a legacy company. Yeah. We've been around 35 years, so we're in a... We're, we're a grandfather. Yeah, well, you've tech. been on a, a massive. I think you look your install base. So much of your revenue is coming from recurring yes. um, subscription yes. revenue. Yes. You're having to earn that right every time, yes. and yes. you're having to create a value exchange. It's not you're not selling something and waiting for them to use it. You have to drive consumption yes. up. And that was a conscious decision by the leadership of the company about ten years ago now to to, to make that move. And so we've you know we're the only tech company of of our size, like multi billion, that's made that move into subscription. Yeah. Seems to be doing well. See the success. Brilliant. Well done. Learnings off the, over the past 12 months, John? If you look at competing in the enterprise, yeah. you, you've probably got a tougher gig as, as anyone if you look at mm-hmm. strong heritage in the yeah. brand, but also some yeah. of the acquisitions you've made. Yeah. What would you do differently? I don't know what what I do differently, but in terms of learnings, I think, you know, everywhere I've been, bigger and smaller, you never have enough money or people in marketing. <laughs> <laughs> it was true when I was at Microsoft, as I, you know, was at a, a startup. Finite resources. Finite resources. So yeah. take that off the table and that that can never be the answer. That's never the answer, mm-hmm. right? So it's never the answer to have more money and more people. It's about prioritization. So I think my learning over the last few years is, is about prioritization uh, and having the team do that. Actually, my learning out of it all is Barrier used to be technology because it used to be really expensive and only the big companies could do it and it took a long time. Integration, deployment, yeah, all of that. And, you did, yeah. you know, and, and now technology is, is, is much more accessible for smaller companies. And you know, there's a lot of things you can do that are you know, you know on subscription, so a, you know, relatively low capital outlay. Yeah. So it's about the people. A, a, lot, a lot of my learnings are about how you, I think to win in the enterprise, it's about getting the right team together. And in marketing, I think it's about three things. It's about individuals who drive change, not just comfortable change, because yeah. tech companies, you know, you have to be comfortable with change, but you're actually leading it. And to do that, there's, you have to have a curiosity, so an intellectual yeah. curiosity, because to compete in the enterprise, you always have to be evolving and, and changing and innovating. So bringing in really outside ideas. Yeah. You're good. I encourage my teams to go to conferences and whatever, read as much as they can and bring in ideas. I mean, we're not precious. You know, we'll learn from the best, bring in best practice. And the third, I think, is taking a risk. So just trying something. Yeah. And again, risk used to be very loaded. It used to be a really expensive thing to do. You bet your budget on something typically an ad campaign, and then you'd wait six months to see if it was a success or failure. Now you can be trying things all the time digitally. So testing things all the time. And and those are the things I think that I've learned over the last few years. It's about having the right team in place and really driving kind of innovative thinking and having a growth mindset, really the, the main things. And I think I've mentioned it at the start of the podcast, but it's about keeping things simple. We always think our stuff's more interesting than the people receiving it. So trying to simplify it. They have precious time. They've got other things going on in their life. They're not worried about reading your entire marketing email or your content. So how do you simplify it in a way that really kind of cuts through? I think that that's a key thing. It all comes back to experiences, John. It does. Yeah, it is about the experience. Today we're giving away a copy of one of your favourite books, John. It's by Cal Newport, 
called Deep Work. Do you want to tell us a little bit about it? So as I mentioned, I think it's really important for, for marketing and the teams. Uh, it's almost the biggest barrier is really focusing and prioritizing on the things that sort of move the needle or make the most impact. And so his book, you know, is, is really good because it is, a, is about that. And his, his concept is the idea of deep work. So what are the things that we do in our working world that, that provide the, the biggest impact, not the least impact? Focus on the things which uh, you, you couldn't hire an intern to train up and do within 90 days. Brilliant. And if that's the sort of bar, then stop doing those things and, and doing the things where you add value. So I think he's renowned because he doesn't have social media but he's, you know, he's a shock horror. He still does a great job and is connected to the world. But anyway, I think it's a really interesting book around prioritization and focusing on you know, those tasks that provide the best value. Fantastic. So you heard it here. If you want to compete in the enterprise, then focus is, is the key. To enter, join the conversation on Twitter using the hashtag ABM podcast and we'll pick a winner. Thanks, John. Thank you. This podcast is brought to you by Momentum ABM, the account-based marketing consultancy, transforming how sales and marketing teams grow their biggest customers. You can learn more at MomentumABM.com.